The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Nedarim daf Lamed Zayin, and we are in the middle of daf Lamed Vav Amid Beis. So the Gemara yesterday was discussing the first halacha in the Mishnah on the Flamen Hayamid Beis, which said, We're talking about two people, one is Mudra Anna from the other. The Mishnah says, The mother is allowed to be Toyrim Trumasum Maisrois, Ledaitoi, on behalf of the Mudra, on behalf of the one that's not allowed to have Anna. And as we saw in the Gemara, the Gemara was a little unsure of how to understand the Mishnah. And the Gemara said there's really four possibilities, there'd be four ways, four variables that could be put into place in terms of the Pashib Shad and what the Mishnah is saying. Number one, when we say the Torah Mestru Masai, so the Mader is going to be Mafresh Trumasumaisris on behalf of the Mother. Whose Tfu is he going to use to be Mafresh these Trumasumaisris? Is he using his own Tfu? Or is he going to be using the trumasumaisris, the tfua of the mudr? That's question number one. Number two, when we say ledaitoi, do we mean that he's doing it ledaitoi of the mudr, as if he's acting as a shliach of the balakri? He's acting as a shliach of the mudr, or is it ledaitoi? He's doing it ledaitoi dinafsheh. And what emerged from the Gemara was that there's two possibilities, two pshatim maskano of how to learn the Mishnah. Either we're talking about where the toireim, the mother, is using his own his own tfua to be mafresh trumasumaisris. Ledaitoi means ledaitoi denafshei, meaning not ledaitoi of the balakri, not ledaitoi of the mudr. If that's the case, it would emerge a chiddush in this Mishnah that one can be toirim mishaloy al shalchaveroi, even shaloy midaitoi. The beer would be zochin laadam shaloy befanov. The chiddush is that you don't say mitzvah dilehi venichalei lemiyevde. The second possibility that the Gemara said was it's talking about where he's being mafresh, the tfua of the balakri. However, he's not doing it ledaitoi shabalakri. He's also not doing it ledaitoi, but rather there's this in-between scenario where the balakri, who's the mudr said, he's doing it ledaitoi of the balakri, but at the same time, the balakri never made him into a shliach. That would be the other possibility of how this would work. But either way, the halacha that the Mishnah said was, the toireim as trumasoi umasroes of Whatever the pshat is, the halacha of the Mishnah remains constant, and that is, is that this mother is allowed to give trumasumaisres on behalf of the mother. Before we start the Gemara, the Ran speaks out a very important ha'ara. It brings it to Shem the Rajba. It says that the Rajba said that Lachura, this Mishnah is going according to Hanan. Hanan who said that any time someone gives somebody else Hanah, but he's a Mavriachari, it's not considered Hanah. And it's for that reason, says the Rajba, that although this person is giving Trumasumaisres on behalf of the Mudder, the fact that I'm giving your Trumasumaisres on your behalf is not in the by definition, considered Anna, because all I'm doing is, is I'm being Mavriya Chari. And just like Hanan says, that I could be Perea as Chayvoy, I can make a Balchayv go away, and it's not considered Hana, because I didn't give you anything, I just made the Balchayv go away, so too I can give the Koyan, Shumas Amaisus, on your behalf. I am giving something for you, but I'm just making the Koyan go away. That's Mavriya Chari. The Koyan is the Ari, 
And it's for that reason, it wouldn't be an issue. The Ran, however, says, he's not masking to the Rashba. He says that this halacha, this Mishnah is not totally in the Machloikas Hanan and the Rabbonon. And even according to Rabbonon, that argue with Hanan, the halacha would be that if I'm not allowed to have a no from you, you're still allowed to give Chumas and Maisers from me. Why is that the Pshat? By you giving Chumas and Maisers from me, you're pattering me. I now don't have to give Chumas and Maisers. So you're benefiting me. So according to Hanan, you didn't give me anything. You just made the coin go away. But if you hold like the Rabbonon, they don't hold it as far of Hari, then why? Should the pshat be? So I read around inside. Vali nira. I feel the rabbanon. Sorry. The kibin the asikli come on. The Torah mishalei ashal chaveiroi. Tovas and ashal Torah. We're going to learn the gemara momentarily. Where the gemara is going to say that if somebody gives chum on behalf of somebody else, he gets something from it. He benefits. What does he benefit? Tovas and no. He gets to decide which coin to give this chum to. Ikel amemer. You can say the Torah loses lo isa coin shu roitzim mischaven. That the Torah, when he gave chuma, he didn't have a mind to benefit the mother. He had a mind to benefit him. So he wants his Tevis I, the mother is benefiting from it. Although the Balakri is benefiting, but it's something that he's only benefiting Begroma. This is a spot that we're going to see again later in the daf. And being that it's only Begroma, where I can't have enough from you, it means I can't have a direct enough from you. But you could do something that's going to trigger me to have enough. And says the Ran that being that the intent of the Torah is not the mother, the intent is his egena, selfish Torah enough. That's why he did this. Although it's true that the mother is a beneficiary, it's considered grama, and being that it's considered grama, there's not going to be a problem. Now this svara, the hanacha, the premise that the Rishonim assume, the Ran assumes that. If I'm mudra no I'm allowed to be nene, but if a gromo is a ritva that we spoke out very gishmak earlier in the Masechta, in Masechta Sukkot of Lamed Aleph, the Milun brings the ritva, where the ritva asks the kasha in the sugi of Mitzvah Slav Lohonis didn't know. So, for example, Someone that is mudar not from a mayin, so the Gemara says in Masechtas Rosh Hashanah, you can be toivel be moisak shaman, you can't be toivel be moisak hamah. Why could you be toivel be moisak shaman? Because the only I know I'm getting is the fact that I'm being mekayim at filas mitzvah, mitzvah slav lohanis. Then that's not considered enough. Be moisak shaman where it's hot outside, it's humid. You jump into a cold swimming pool, so there's a hanas a guf as well. Therefore, you wouldn't be able to jump in be moisak shaman. The Ram brought a raya from that Gemara that even when there's a mitzvah slav lohanis, then it just means you can't be nene from the guf mitzvah. But if there's a not study that I'm having at the same time that I'm being Mekayim the Mitzvah, that will be also even in the context of a Mitzvah Slav Lohanistan, who asked the Ritva that even the Moisak Shomim, it should be also to jump into this pool, into this Mayan. Why? Because till now I was Tomei. Now I'm going to be Tar. Someone that's Tomei is not going to eat Truma. Someone that's Tomei is not going to eat Kachim. a lot of things that a Tomei is not allowed to do. So why don't we look at all the benefits that going entirely in the Mayan is going to give me? Forget the Tfilas Mitzvah, the fact that I was Mekayim a Mitzvah with this Tfilah. Forget the Mitzvah. Mitzvah Slav Lohanistan, no. But what about all those Zaytik Gehanos. The Ritva asks even a more Yisaitis to Gishayla. Every Mitzvah Slav Lohanis no. Why don't we Cheshbin the Hanah that you're going to get one day, the Kairos Ruach, Baylam for all the Mitzvahs that you did. That's not Mitzvah Slav Lohanis no. I don't mean the Hanah of the Kiyuma Mitzvah. The Hanah you're going to get in the next world. The Teretz says the Ritva, that's all Grama. Grama is not also Yisuri Hanah. So whenever you have Yisuri Hanah, you have a Mudra Hanah, the Yisuri is only to have direct Hanah. So if I'm in the Mayan, I'm being Nene from the Mayan, that would be considered Yisuri Hanah. The fact that the Mayan made me Tar, and now that I'm tar, tomorrow I can go to the grocery store and eat rumo. That's already a, a groma. Groma is not a problem. But either way, the Ran says that being Torah Mishalei Al Shal because the Torah is going to 
benefit from the Tevas Ano, we assume that his intent was his egg in the Tevas Ano. The fact that the Mudder is benefiting, that's big Groma, that's a Chiddush of the Ran, that we look at that as Groma. And for that reason, even the Rabbana, who don't hold the Svarim of Riachari, would concur with this Sugyo, that Atoyreim, as Chumasoy, Umasroyis of Ledaita, even though you're a Mudder Ano. So very Yisoydis, the Gemachloikis, between the Ran and the Raj, but whether this Sugyo is Davke Chanan, or this Sugyo can work, even according to the Chacham. Boy, you may never view me, Rabbi this same case where somebody gives truma on behalf of his friend, who gets the Tevisano? Simply put, who gets to decide which coin to give it to? Because although you're not allowed to sell your truma, right, you can't auction off the rights to your truma, you know, do business with you have a chiv to give truma to a coin, find the coin, give it to him. But the fact that you can pick and choose which coin you're giving to, that in itself is a weapon. That in itself has a, a monetary value. There's a machlikis in the Gemara, whether Teves Hana Momin or Teves is not Momin, does Halacha treat it as Momin or not? But the reality is, is that if you have a, a business and you can pick and choose which vendor you're going to use, that in itself has value. And if you're going to pick vendor A, chances are you're going to get something back in return at one point, hopefully legally. But at some point, there is a... So the, the question over here is, is that if... Ruvain is being Torim on behalf of Shimon, so it's Shimon's Tvua, but Ruvain is the one that's giving Truma. So who gets to decide who gets which coin to give the Truma to? Toivis Anah Shalmi. Me, Amrina, do we say, Ilav Peridahech, me, Mesaknakaya, I'm the one that's giving the Truma. Oh, Dilma, or perhaps, no, Ilav Kaya, Dahulay, I've been Peridah in Truma. It's my Tvua. So each one can make a good argument. Amalei, so the Gemara says, Rabzir told Rabirmi, Amakra, the Pasik says, as called Tvua Zaracha, Vino Sata, as called Tvua Zaracha, Vino Sata, who's the one that gets to decide? Who to be Vino Sata to? The one who has called Tvua Zaracha. Esve. Tayyar Mestrum, Isavestrum, and Soysa, the Daiti, Armish said, that if someone's Mudder and Nami Chavera, the man is allowed to give Chumas and Mites on behalf of the Mudder. Be Amritav is another Balakri. If you're going to tell me the Tavis and I was going to go to the Balakri, or Kamahani way, the Mother is being Mahana. The mother, he's giving him Tevez So forget the fact that he's getting the coin off his back. For that, you could say either Hanan, you could say Groma. We ready on the first half of the Yom, it got away from the issue of you're being my shliach and you're being Mahanami by being Makai my shlichos. Because we could say it's do, happening in a case where there is no shlichos. But another kasha, you're benefiting me, the Tevez If the Tevez belongs to the Balakri, so the Balakri got Tevez by the Torah giving Truma. So that's certainly something you should be able to do if I'm not allowed to be nana from you. Elish Mami no. Shouldn't the Mishnah that says that a mother can't give Truma to Maestro on behalf of Mother Bria Raya, that Tevis are not delayed, that Tevis are not goes to the Torah, Amiloi, Shabalakri, Shabalakri, who said the Mishnah is talking about where the mother is taking his own Truma to Maestros and giving it on behalf of the mother? Maybe it's talking about Mishal Balakri or Shabalakri. Really, he's taking the Balakri's Trumas and Maestros and giving it on behalf of the Balakri. What was the Kasha? The Gemara earlier, you could only do that all day Shlichos, and once you're my Shliach, you're giving me Hano. So the Gemara's Shaklavatariya on whether or not we have a Raya to the Shail of Tevis and Oshomi is the same exact Shaklavatariya that it had on the first half of the Omid with regards to the Shail of Atur Mishaloi, Al Shal Chaveri, Tsarach Taito, Yain Tsarach Taito. So what is the bottom line? Tevis Ano, the me. Again, if somebody gives Chumas and Maestros on behalf of somebody else. So it's my Tfu that's being used for the Chuma, but it's your Kri. Who gets to decide which coin to give it to? Tashmat. Amrabavo, Amrabyechanan. Three halachas regarding Kachan, we need the third. 
Hamaktish Moisef Chaimish, Umeschaper Oisat Mura, those two Allahs we don't need right now. It's the third Allah of Atoyrim Ishaloi, Al Sha'in Ishaloi. The Torah, not like Reb told Reb but the Torah is the one that keeps the Torah. The Mishnah continued and said that if someone is mudra anomi chaveroi, the mother is melamdoi medrish halachas vagodas. He's allowed to teach the mudra Torah. What type of Torah? Medrish halacha and agoda. However, you can't teach him Torah shavikzav. Mikra is not allowed to teach him. Avol melamed who was born of as benoisa mikra, but he's allowed to teach the mudra's sons and daughters. Mikra says the Gemara. Mikra, my time alayilam. Then why is a mother not allowed to teach a mother Mikra? Mishum dukam hanilei, because he's giving him ha. No, and being that he's a mudra no, so he's not allowed to be mahanit. Medrash nami kamahanilei. So for the same price, he shouldn't be able to teach a medrash either. In other words, the Gemara doesn't know what's the chilik between mikra and medrash. Mikra no medrash. Yeah, Amar Shmuel. So Shmuel said the Mishnah is discussing a specific akimta. Bemakam shenait nuschala mikra. The Mishnah was talking about a place where people get paid to teach other people mikra. Veinait nuschala medrash, but they don't get paid to teach other people. Medrash. So being that people usually get paid to teach someone Mikro, if you're going to teach the mother Mikro without charging him, you're benefiting him. You're benefiting him the money that you're not charging him. Therefore, it's Oster. Whereas Medrash, we're talking about a place where people didn't get paid. And being that people didn't get paid, so you're not being Mahanahim by not charging him. So that reason, even though he's mother from you, it's not going to be a problem. But the Gemara says, my Pesachah, that's a bizarre Ekimta. Mechitesi, make this Ekimta and be Mechalik between Mikra and Medrash. Let the whole Mishnah be talking about where people get paid to teach Torah. Or let the whole Mishnah be talking about where people don't get paid to learn. Don't get paid to teach Torah. And there'll be no nafkimina between Mikra and Medrash. It says, <coughs> No, there's a lot of Chachma in this Ekimta because this Ekimta is rooted in Halacha. If there's a place where the Minig is that someone who teaches the Mikra gets paid to teach the Mikra, he's allowed to get paid. But Allah Medrash, if there's a place where people get paid to teach Medrash, you're not allowed to get paid to teach Medrash. You're allowed to get paid to teach, paid to teach Mikra. You're not allowed to get paid to teach Medrash. Therefore, it makes sense that the Akim to the Mishnah would be where it's Noit Nuschara Mikra, they Noit Nuschara Medrash. Being a Noit Nuschara Mikra, if you're going to teach someone Mikra without charging him, you're benefiting him. Also, being that a Noit Nuschara Medrash, we assume that you don't charge. You don't charge. So therefore, you're not benefiting him. Fake the Ran. What do you mean not benefiting him? You're teaching Torah. Forget the money that he's saving from the fact that he doesn't have to pay tuition. He doesn't have to pay schalimah. The child goes to yeshiva. So, and now you don't charge him tuition. So, you don't charge the father tuition. So, you're benefiting the father. There's nothing to talk about. You're not charging him tuition. But you're also benefiting the father by the fact you're being mechanach his son, says Duran. That you're right. That's true. You are benefiting this person by teaching him Torah. But what's this hanah? It's hanah's mitzvah. Mitzvah slav lohanesenu. But is that so poshit, mitzvah slav lohanesenu by Torah? Oh, we talked out the haktam of the aglital. Rabbi Navram and Ahar, Nadarm later on Dachman Ches. We discussed that it could be when it comes to the mitzvah of Limanat Torah, you don't say this for a mitzvah slav lohanesenu. Is the tithe, that when I do a mitzvah, I'm not having Hanah. But by Torah, with the mitzvah itself is to have a geschmack in the learning. The Hanah is an integral part of the mitzvah. Of course, there's Hanah. You see up the Hanah. You don't say mitzvah But the Ran says mitzvah However, the Rishonim, most Rishonim don't say what the Ran says. Most Rishonim argue with the Ran, and most Rishonim say a different terrors. Toysvis in the Mishnah. 
where the Mishnah says, says that why are you allowed to teach him medrash? The mitzvah ka'avid, because being that you're doing a mitzvah, not mitzvah that's not the way he fears us. Being that I'm doing a mitzvah when I teach Torah, the hanor that you get from the Torah is a hanor begroma ba'alma, and being that it's begroma ba'alma, therefore, the same, you saw that the Rhyme just spoke out in the sugi of Torah Mishalei Ashal Chaveirai, begroma hanor begroma ba'alma is not going to be a hanor. Now, this svara is a svara that we learned together not very long ago, very quickly, but not very long ago. And that was in the Sechtis Ksubis, Tav Kufchas And the Gemara over there was discussing the Mishnah in the beginning of Perek, Ein Bein Hamudr, the Mishnah of Hanan and the Chachamim, where it says, Hamudr, Anamei Chaveirai, so he shaykulay ashiklay, upareya. I'll just read to you a Lashon HaGemar. I understand why you can be Shaykulay HaShiklai. Ka'avid Mitzvah. Because you're doing a Mitzvah. Avid Machsle, Avid Asay Nami, I'm skipping Machsle, Avid Asay Nami, I understand. Mitzvah Ka'avid. Avid Parele Aschaivay, Gamishtar Shilei. The Gemara says, Hanani, like the Gemara said in the beginning of the fourth paragraph. But the Gemara said, I, without saying Hanan, I understand why if you're a mother, the mother, Kibi Shaykulay Shiklai. I understand why Kibi Machsle, Avid Asay Nami. Benefiting the mother, the reason is because mitzvah kavit. So what? Mitzvah kavit. But before so what? You see in this gemara already the svara that if what I'm doing is a ma'aser mitzvah, even though you're benefiting from the ma'aser mitzvah that I'm doing, there's no problem of mother hanah. That's the story that Tosis is saying. Tosis is saying that when someone teaches Torah, he's being bekaim a mitzvah. I think that he's bekaim a mitzvah. We don't care that someone else, his mother, is benefiting from what he's doing because what he's doing is upkitaish as a ma'aser mitzvah and. If you're nana from a mice, not mitzvah slavo hadasin, they're two different things. If you're benefiting from a mice and mitzvah, that's not going to be a problem. What's the svara? Tosa says that the svara is groma ba'alma. I'll read to you a lashem in the Shittim of Kubetzas. The Shittim of Kubetzas says, Machslavi does say nami mitzvah ka'avit. Kuloimar. Al machsim utalas a mitzvah. Vechoival of the kaima. Veloinechosh la nasa acher. Being that he's doing a mitzvah when he returns the Avedo, we don't care about that no that the acher is getting. The ki komeshani idoch. Because when the other person has a no, he's not being nana from the mother, he's being nana from the mitzvah. And being that he's being nana from the mitzvah, I think the svari means to say is, it's a groma ba'almo. But either way, so we have two really mechudishtiga applications to this yesoi that our mother and chaveroi is allowed to be nana ba'ifin groma. We had the ran that the Torah Mishalei Ashal Chaveroi, even though he's being mahana, the mother, but being that he's doing it for his own Torah Sano, any ano that the mother gets is considered here we have, I'm doing a mitzvah. Ah, your nana? That's considered groma be'am. Either way, two terutzim also, and how to answer this kasha, that why malam de medrash? Forget the fact that you're saving him schar vimut. You send your kids to yeshiva, you're benefiting from the fact that your kids are in yeshiva. What about that, Hano? The Ran said, mitzvah slavo honest nitno. A little bit of a chiddish, that by Torah you should say, mitzvah slavo honest nitno. But we have toysfis, alamanei amidbez, the Ran, the Rosh, the Pirisha Rosh right here in the Suya, it's that way also. A new svara, that being that the malami Torah is doing a mitzvah, we look at it as a groma from the standpoint of the hana that the mother is getting. Either way, we just had an interesting halacha that when someone teaches someone else Torah, if he teaches in Mikra, he's allowed to charge him. If he teaches in Medrash, it's on the house. He's not allowed to charge him. Says the Gemara, why? Why is somebody not allowed to 
charge someone else money for teaching medrash, the chsib, because the Pasuk says, that Moshe says that Hashem commanded me to teach Torah, fix it, and the Pasuk says, and we learn from the last words of that Pasuk, and there's a whole mevuchah in the Rishonim, how to exactly understand this Gemara, but one pshat is that Hashem is talking, that just like Hashem says, I taught Moshe Rabbeinu Torah Bechinam. So too, you Moshe and all Yidin for future Torahs, whenever you're going to teach Torah, you're supposed to do Bechinam. You're not supposed to charge money for teaching Torah. So that's the reason that you don't charge for teaching Medjish. But asks the government, Mikranami Bechinam, then for the same price, you, no pun intended, you should be able to teach Mikra either, says the Gemara. No, there's two reasons why you can charge money for teaching Mikra, and you can't charge money for teaching Medjish. Rav Amarav says Mikra is different because Chashimah, who usually learns Mikra? Ben Chomish Mikra. Little children. And being the little children usually are the ones that learn Mikra. So in addition to paying the Rebbe for teaching Torah, you also have to pay him for his babysitting services that he's providing because he is watching your kids from 9 to 5. So being, that's the main reason you send your kids to school, no? So being that there is a schar shimur element, so you're allowed to charge, the Malamid is allowed to charge for the fact that he's watching your kids. That would already not be Negea for Medrash and Aloha and Agada because at that point the kid is older, he doesn't really need Shimur. Rabbi Yechen and Amr, Rabbi Yechen and says, schar pisuk to Amr. Rabbi Yechen and already had a whole so a uh, good Jewish attorney. He said, you're not charging for learning, teaching the mikra. I'm teaching for the trap. There's certain elements. There's, there's a Torah pet element in Torah Shabbat and that's what I'm charging for. The Torah Shabbat itself is on the house. That comes for free. It's for the Nekudas and for when to stop. As we'll see, the Gemara is going to elaborate on this a little bit on Omid Beis. It's for that aspect of it that you're actually charging. Says the Gemara. The Mishnah said, that a mother, the mother is not allowed to teach the mother Mikro. Asks the Gemara. And what's the reason for it? We said, because you're allowed to charge. We're talking about if I'm going to teach you Mikra and I'm not going to charge you for it, I'm benefiting for you. That says that the reason you're allowed to charge for Mikra is for the Pisuk Ta'amin. Incidentally, the Rosh says, we'll see this better on Amit Beis, that Pisuk Ta'amin is the trap. So that you're charging for the trap. I understand why you can't teach the mother. But according to the Mandama that says, that's why you're allowed to charge for Mikra. We're talking about a mother and a mechaveira. The Gemara assumes that the mother hano is a gadol. If the mother hano is a gadol, gadol doesn't need babysitting. So then, why is it allowed to teach a mikra? We're talking about a place where they used to charge for mikra. So you charge to teach a gadol mikra schar shimur. It must be a raya to what Rabbi Yochanan said that the reason you're allowed to charge for mikra is schar pisok tamim, and it's for that reason. Says the Gemara. Ibekaton emose. Oh, so the Gemara said bekaton ktori. No, maybe the Mishnah is talking about a cotton. Who said the Mishnah is talking about a gadol? Maybe it's talking about a cotton. A cotton could be a mudrana. How could a cotton be a mudrana? Either a mufla samachlish, he could make his own nether, or if somebody was mad, or a cotton. That's the more possible shot. So it's possible for a cotton to be a mudrana. But even cotton, if the mitch is talking about a cotton, name a sefer. What does sefer say? That you're not allowed to teach the mudr mikra, avu malamid is bon of mikra. You're allowed to teach the mudr son. Cotton bar bonamu. A cotton can be a mudrana, but he can't have children. Because a cotton can't have children. Says the Gemara, chsure mechser of a 
you have to learn the mission as follows. Loyal and then a mikra. Bekati, you're not allowed to teach a mikra. Why? Because he's saving him the money that you're allowed to charge. If you're allowed to charge a money, obviously we're talking about a katan, because why are you allowed to charge a Someone money for mikra only for schashimor. If he was a gadol, then you can teach him Torah also. Why can you teach him Torah? Because him already you're not allowed to charge. Because again, the only reason you're allowed to charge for mikra is schashimor. By a gadol, there is no svar schashimor. And lebanov as well. Says the Gemara, children, so they're not supposed to learn something new on Shabbos. So apparently the kids, when they used to go to their rabbi and their yeshiva on Shabbos, so you cannot learn anything new. It's a halacha psuka in Shulchan Aruch. Kids are not allowed to learn something new on Shabbos. El They can chazer something that they learned once. Chazara, yeah, but not something new. Says the Gemara. Bishlam, the Mandam is a piece of time. Bishlam, according to Mandam, that says that the reason you're allowed to charge money, a Rebbe, is to teach children, mikra, is he's charging not to teach them the actual mikra, but for the trop. So I understand why a Rebbe shouldn't teach a kid something new on Shabbos. Because when you teach him something new, you're going to teach it to him with the niggin, and you're going to teach it to him with the niggin, you're going to be doing business, because you're going to charge him for it. You're not allowed to do business on Shabbos. But, if the chazer, you're allowed to do on Shabbos, because chazorah, you don't need to teach him the nigan anymore. I mean, you don't need to teach him the nigan anymore. You're not allowed to charge him. So you're not doing business on Shabbos. So this halacha, you can't teach a cut in something new on Shabbos, makes sense for a Rebbe. If a Rebbe is allowed to charge for teaching the trap, so that the first time you learn it, you're teaching the trap. Therefore, I'm doing business because I'm allowed to charge for what I'm doing. I can't do it on Shabbos. The Chazor, I'm allowed to do it. But if the reason that a Rebbe is allowed to charge is for babysitting, so then just like you're not allowed to teach him something new on Shabbos, you shouldn't be able to chazer with him on Shabbos either. A Rebbe should not be able to open up shop on Shabbos because he's doing business. Why is there a chilek between enkoyin betchil b'Shabbos but shayin b'Rishon? How ikos chashimur the Shabbos says the Gemara. Lut hamech schar pisuk b'Shabbos miyaser. No, I disagree with you. You're assuming that if it's Schar Pisuk to Amim, there would be a problem, as if there's a Hilcha Shabbos issue. There's no Hilcha Shabbos issue. Why? Because Havlohi. This is all Havloh. Havloh Mishashari. Havloh is Mutter. What does Havloh mean? The Tanya went to the Bryce. I said, Somebody that hires a worker to watch the Tinoik. Why would they watch the Tinoik? So, Pasha, you would think babysitting. But the Rishonim say that it meant that there was children that they used to watch to be involved in the paraduma, they had to be very pure. So it was a very tedious process. So someone that hires somebody to watch children, to keep an eye on the paraduma, or lishmaris para to watch the para itself, or lishmaris azroim, ain't nois and lois chashabas. The loch is, you now let a Give this guy money for the work that he does on Shabbos. Why? Because he's not allowed to do business on Shabbos. Lufichach, therefore, him avdu, if this person lost the thing, the child or whatever it was that he was supposed to watch, so he's not because he's a Shemachinim. He wasn't allowed to charge for what he did. But let's say he worked for a week or for a year, or for a Shemitah, that's an interesting contract, but you're going to work for me for the next seven years, you're going to watch my child. Then you're allowed to pay him. Why? Because the Shabbos, it's not a separate contract, separate agreement for Shabbos, but it's muvla, it's swallowed in between everything else. Then no, it's not a Shabbos. If you get him abdu, he's as a din of a shem mesachar and chayav b'achriyusan. So the Gemara says you can't tell me that the reason a Rebbe is not allowed to teach the Talmud on Shabbos is related to Hilcha Shabbos, related to doing business on Shabbos. There's no doing business on Shabbos issue over here. Why not? Because it's all bahavla. You don't usually pay a Rebbe 
by day, you pay him for the week, for the year. So therefore, that wouldn't be an issue. What then is the reason that you're not allowed to learn with children something new on Shabbos? You only let a chazer, el gabi Shabbos, hainu time on the Gemara says two reasons. Hainu time they incur in betchil b'Shabbos mishum they yifnu avos so in the anuki lemitzvah sod Shabbat. And the way the Rishonim explained this Gemara is that if the kid's going to go to yeshiva. The father's going to be sitting home, waiting to make Kiddush for when the f- child comes home. And he's going to be mevatelus, enik Shabbos, waiting for his child to come home from yeshiva. So if they're going to learn something new, then there's a chashash, the kid's going to get all into it, and it's going to take too long, and they're going to go over the time they were supposed to go. They'll be mevatel, the enik Shabbos of the father. But if they're going to only chazer, so that's going to go more geshmit, that's going to go quicker. So that already we're not worried about. That's one reason. You drink, the yokra and alma, and you feel heavy. Your body is in a different place. That anytime you do something a little bit different, it can bring stomach pains. So the point is, is that because you're all up on Shabbos, so therefore that's a reason not to learn something new on Shabbos. You're not up to it. It's, it's too hard for you. It's too difficult. And being that it's too difficult to learn something new, chazara, that's easier. It's lighter. But to learn something heavy, that not. So two reasons why we don't learn new things with children on Shabbos. Number one, because it may be mevatel the unik Shabbos of the father. Number two, because on Shabbos you eat and you heavy foods and you drink wine. So it's for that reason that you don't want to teach kids something new because their body they're just not in a place to be able to do. It. What about adults? Could adults learn something new on Shabbos? We're talking about children over here. So I'm going to t- I'll tell you an unbelievable thing. There, Yaakov Emden writes in his Siddur that Umal Mikra Amroi. This is something we wouldn't be able to say. There. Rabbi Yaakov Emden, it's page Tovshin Lamed Hay in Chelek Rishon of the Siddur Yaivitz, and he's discussing things that you should do after the Suda Shabbos, after the second Suda. So after the morning day Suda, so what are you supposed to do? Says the Rabbi Yaakov Emden. Middle. It's Pashit that you shouldn't learn Torah Be'iyun. I'm just reading to you his words. Because it's Chilul Shabbos. For someone to learn too much Be'egiyah on Shabbos, it's Chilul Shabbos. The Gemara Ruchihi. He says, you don't believe me? It's a Gemara. Shabbos Kufiyu Tesamid Beis. And the truth is that Gemara is a Peladigi Gemara. Reb Zeyer Mahadi Azuzi the Rabbanon. Reb Zeyer, when he would see two Rabbanon talking on Shabbos, Amri he would tell them, Stop talking and learning and being Mechal Shabbos. So Poshit, you would think it means that they were sitting in Spanish, they weren't going home. And they weren't eating the Suda, they weren't being Mechayim in their own Shabbos. But... Says Rabbi Yaakov Emden, who pirish Rashi, "Kshayroya zukei stamid chachamim medabrim b'tayra hayoyim lam kach v'dvar Hashem bepiv emes tamnoi v'neimuka imoy." What did he mean to say, Rabbi Zera? "Ki tamid chachamim vadi einan oiskim b'dvarim b'teilim." I feel we're talking about tamid chachamim. They never talk dvarim b'teilim, even though in the week they don't talk dvarim b'teilim. Vein tzarech la'afrisham shamusharim va'im demen. They do all the right things. They keep mitzvahs. We're not worried about someone who's not going to be mavat. Who's going to be mavat lo'inik? That's not what we're talking about. Rather, pshad is as follows. Because says, really the two things are the same. They were worried the Chachamim were, even with regards to Limit HaToyer, which is such an important mitzvah, that you shouldn't be miyageh in Torah on Shabbos in the same way you miyageh in Torah during the week. Elat Zorach lahavdul yoy ma Shabbos bechol dover. 
You have to make a havdala between Shabbos and the rest of the days in every way, even in the way you learn Torah. The learning that you learn on Shabbos has to be Gishmak. It shouldn't be like a heavy type of learning. That's why Rabzeir was upset at these Chachamim. The Savi, they thought, Mitzvah Kavdi, they were Tifarain and Asugyo. In their mind, they were doing a Mitzvah. He held they were Mechal Le Shabbos. That's what they do. Nimtza Kovit Shabbos Nishkach Me'acha Shenoyagim Boy Minig Choyl Ze Emes Uvarev. So Yaakov Emden uses several adjectives over here, but the bottom line, Yaakov Emden says, is that for a person to learn Torah, too much biyagiya is a minig choil. He refers to it as chil Shabbos, tirda, and just like Shabbos has to be different, there's a habdol between Shabbos and Yemais HaChoyl, in the way you dress, and in the foods that you eat, and the way you talk, shleidipurch of the Shabbos, hiluchach the Shabbos, your limon on Shabbos is supposed to be different as well. It's supposed to be below yagiya, it's supposed to be much lighter, all learning is gishmak. But I'll just tell you one lashon you tell me if this is a dear. The Machaber in Hilcha Shabbos, Simon Reich Sadik, Halochabes. Acher Suda Shachris, Koivin Medrash. So the meaning is that they're Koivin Medrash. Likrois, Benevian, Velidrois, Bedivre Hagoda. For us, the Koivin Suda, but Isa Shah. Says the Machaber, after the Suda, Vustetayid, he goes and get an anonymous Medrash, and he learns. What does he do? Likrois Benevian, Velidrois, Bedivre Hagoda. It's clear, I think the Mechavah is saying you're supposed to learn something light. Why, why Nevi'im? Why Agoda? And, and if you do the daft, that's a problem. Let's say you do something else. That's an issue. It sounds like the Mechavah is emphasizing that you're supposed to do something light. Whether it's Likris Benevi'im or Lidrosh Bedivri Agoda. The point is, it's part of the Vikaros of the Shabbos Oynik, like Rabbi Yaakov Emden says, that you're supposed to do something light. So we had two reasons to be Urim. Why? Although, you're not allowed to charge somebody money for teaching them Torah. It's only Medrash. Mikra is different. Why is Mikra different? So the two G'doyle Amayram, Rav and Rabbi Yechanan chimed in. Rav said, you know why you're allowed to charge for teaching Mikra? Because who do you usually teach Mikra? to? children. Children need babysitting as well. Schar Shimur. Rabbi Yechanan said, no, even a Godel that you teach Mikra to, you're allowed to charge. Because in Mikra, there's a Torah Shebaal Pet, there's an element that you're allowed to charge for. What element are you allowed to charge for? You're allowed to charge for the Schar Pi For example, the Trup. The Gemara assumes that if you're allowed to charge for the Trup, it means it's not Doiraisa. It's not something that's part of the Torah. It wasn't given me Moshe Misinai. Because if it was given for Moshe Misinai, then why is, should it not be included in the Ma'at Ni Bechinam, Afatem Nami Bechinam? So it sounds like it's something external. It's like a Dovert study. It's something that's not part of the Torah itself. And therefore, you're allowed to charge for it. Asks the Gemara, So before that, actually. Why do you not say Because daughters, girls don't need Shimur. The girls didn't go out to school. Maybe they used to, Moras used to come to the girls. So for them, they were home anyways, they didn't need Tzachar Shimur. Well, the man of Tzachar Shimur, my time of the Yom Tzachar Pisuk Tomim. The man of Tzachar Shimur, why didn't you say Tzachar Pisuk Tomim? Because he holds Pisuk Tomim Deiraisa. Who said Pisuk Tomim? Like we said, it's external. It's, no, it's also Deiraisa. Let's try on the Pesach that says, This is a Pesach in Sefer Nechemya. We've learned this Pesach together several times. Megillah Daf Gimel, we spoke about it 
Comment on this The following Pasik in Eretz Yisrael, they used to divide into three Psukim. The Pasik, which sounds like a long Pasik, So it sounds like three Psukim, at the very least, one Pasik in the Torah. But in Marav in Eretz Yisrael, when the Makar used to read it, so he used to read it as if it was three Psukim, Atkan, so on the so the topic of when to stop Psukim, you find there was machlekes, there was some confusion. That there's one Pasuk over here, that we have it as one Pasuk, but in Ertisol it was three Psukim. The Shittim of Kubetza says, why in Ertisol was it three Psukim? So he says a beautiful Pshat, based on the Gemara and then the Masachis Megillah, that says in Ertisol, they didn't finish the Kriya Satera cycle every year, they used to finish it every three years. The Marav every three years, that's Marav Lashitasayo, they used to finish it every three years, so they had to try to create more Psukim, they had a device, so they took this Pasuk, they were able to divide into thirds, that's how they divided it, as Ezek the Shittim Kubet says, right here. But either way, so we had the Pasuk that said, Vayikaru b'seif ha-teres al-ikin, mefurish b'som seicha v'yavina b'mikra, 
And what is it referring to? Vayavinu b'mikra is pisuk tamim. So we had a whole block of Mora here about pisuk tamim, not only about pisuk tamim, but we talked a lot about it. So what exactly is pisuk tamim? So I'll just read to you the rush. The rush was on Omid Aleph. Pisuk tamim linagain hamikroyz kilchasan. It means the trap. So the definition of pisuk tamim is the trap. We've spoken about this rush in the past. You see that the Gemara said vayavinu b'mikra means pisuk tamim. Which would imply then that the trap is Moisev Avana in the Pasuk. Vayavinu b'mikra, they didn't just know it. Vayavinu, they had Bino, they had Avana in the Pesukim. They even knew the trap. So it sounds like the trap is not just a Nigin. But if a person understands the trap that he's learning, it could actually add Havana into what it is that he's learning. In fact, the Gemara says in the Sechtes Yuma Dafnun Beis, Isi ben Yehuda Oimer, it's a Brisa. Chamesh mikrois betayra in lamecha. There are five Pesukim in the Torah which it's, impossible for us to know exactly how to read the Pasuk. Meaning there's words there that we're not sure if they connect to the words before or if they connect to the words that are after. The Masha and the Chlusha God that springs from the Panech Raza and he asks the Kasha that why are these Chomish Mikroyz Elam Hechra? Why don't you look at the trap? Look at the trap. See where the Asnachta is, where if it's a Merchat Tepcha. And based on the trap, you'll know where exactly you're supposed to stop, where the emphasis is, and where these words are going. But Echraza said, Enochinami. What Isid and Yehuda meant was without the trap. Why then was it Elam Hechra? So what do you mean? without the trap, it's Elam Hechra Mazel Tov. But we have the trap, so there is a Hechra. So it's based on the Gemara Megillah, Dafkim Lamanala, for the Gemara says that there was a point in history where the Yidim forgot. Shokchum Vachazru Yastom, they had forgotten all these halachas. So during that Kufa, where they forgot the trap, at that time, it was Elam Hechra. But Enochinami, in a perfect world where we have the trap, it's Yeshlam Hechra. Just an example, we are to highlight this idea where sometimes the Pisuk Ta'amim is Vayavinu Mikra, it would add Mikra. But just one nice thing, so the Tafadah Bri, a bunch of examples from the Vilna Gaon, from the Gra, where he showed how sometimes you could teach a Pasik based on the trap. Some are well known. He said, the Pasik says, Vayimoru es and the beginning of Parsha Shmoy. So it's Yudua, the Gaon said, that what's the trap on the words Vayimoru es It's Kadma Vazla. Why is it Kadma Vazla? Because we know, Hashem told Avram, the Brisbane, I'm sorry, Yodeya, Teda, Kigeri, Yazarach, Baretz, Lelohem, Vavodim, Ve'inu, Oisam, Arba, Me'ashon. The Yidin was supposed to be in Mitzrayim for 400 years. How long were the Yidin really in Mitzrayim? They were only in Mitzrayim for 210 years. Why 210? It was supposed to be 400. So one shot is, is because Davido was so chomor, they worked so hard, that it's for that reason Hashem counted the 210 years in Echos qualitatively as if it would have been 400 years. That's the trap. Vayimoru es because of Vayimoru's Chayim, it's for that reason that Kadma Va'azlo, Hashem was able to be Makdim, the end of the Shibur, instead of it being 400 years, it ended up only being 200 years. I meant to bring a Gemara Shabbos with me, but the Gemara says, the Pasuk, in the beginning of Parshas Kisisa, Vayidab Hashem HaMoshalema, Kisisa is Roish B'nei Yisrael Lifkudeyem, V'nosnu Ish Koifer Nafshay. So the Gemara said, there's a Gemara in Shabbos that says, Mesechtis, Shabbos Kufnun Aleph, that Rebchia told his wife that if an Oni comes to the house and asks you for tzedakah, quickly give him tzedakah. Why? So that one day when our children are going to need tzedakah, the gvir that they go to will also give him tzedakah quickly. So she looked and she said, Rebchia, what are you cursing me? What, 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 what kind of, what, what, what's that? So, so he told her back famously that it says in the parish of tzedakah, ki beglal adover hazeh, yevorechecha Hashem alikecha, beglal's milosh and galgal, and he said, galgal choyzebo, that it's a galgal chayzebaylam. What's the galgal chayzebaylam? That one day the gvir nebuch becomes the ani, and the ani becomes the gvir as a It's a galgal chayzebaylam. Nobody has it. It's called zuzi. She's zazim ikan lekan. That's the way it is. The, the 
Balatunim says in Parshas Vayetzi that Sulam is begmatriya momen. A ladder you go up and down. That's the way it goes. So the reality is, said Galgal Chayzei Ba'elah. So said the Goyin that we know that Venasnu you can read backwards. Venasnu, Venasnu. You should give so that one day you're going to get back. He said, what's the Trump on the word Venasnu, it's one word, it's a Kadma Va'azla on the word Venasnu itself. So the Goyen said that you should go, Kadma Va'azla, like the Gemara said in Sech Shabbos, quickly give Tzedakah to the Yoni, so that one day it'll be Venasnu Tzirik Tzveks, they'll go and they're going to give you back as well. On the words, on the Pasuk, Ha'asher lo Yarba, Ba'adal lo Yamet, also Parshas Kisisa, by the Machsas HaShakel, Ha'asher lo Yarba, so what's the trop? Munach Revi, Ha'asher lo Yarba, is Munach Revi. Why is it Munach Revi? Classic guy. Because we know that Allah is, Hamavazvez, Ayyavazvez, Yosem, Chaymesh. You're not allowed to give more than a Chaymesh. So when a person gives stalker, four fifths of the stalker of his net worth, he has to keep for himself. That's the posse. Munach Revi has to keep a Revi, four fifths of it, he has to keep for himself. And then just one final guy will end with this in Esther. So when Achashverosh is rounding up all the Nairos, Pesulos, as prospective wives, so all it says, Be'egiyah, Tayr, Nara, Venara. So all the Nairos are coming. So what's the trap? Naira Venaira is Kadmo Va'azla. Whereas when it came to Esther, what does the Pasik say? Ubihagiya Toir Esther. Right, it goes on and on. Basavikai Odoi till busy Kinshanun. So it took a little while. It's a lot of drama. What's the chat? He says, because all the Nairas, they wanted to be the queen. So they were Kadma Vazlo. It was Bagia Toir Naira Venaira. They were all excited. It was Bizrizos. But when it came to Esther, it's Munach, 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 Munach. That's the trap. Bagia Toir Esther. The trap plays into the drama. Into the chat, that's from the Heilige Wilma going.